没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考，没有考。So what part of the show is this? 没有考。We need your mail call. 没有考。没有考。In a world where the human race has nearly unlimited access to all forms of media. Mankind faces its greatest enemy. I've come for vengeance. A looming threat. Can you look at that? What is that? A paralyzing choice. You have eight choices. Choose incorrectly, and I cannot be held responsible for your suffering. Is the next movie in my queue good? Or bad. Hey, do you guys want to watch Geely? A war that threatens our very existence. We have come to take over your world, and it will be fought over cows. Uh, one podcast dares to make sense of it all, so you don't have to. This is the Sacred Cows podcast, and now welcome. Mail call. That part is over. And now, welcome your hosts. Hey, I'm Pete, and I'm Mike, and this is the Sacred Cows podcast. I need a new job. Well, you might have been wondering why you just heard that record scratch. We have a little secret here. Uh, it turns out that、uh, Pete and I were so excited about that intro that we recorded it at the same time we recorded the Spaceballs podcast. But yeah,、uh, we sure did. well, as you can hear,、uh, Pete sounds a little different.、Uh, why don't yeah, you tell him what's going on, Pete? Well, uh, typically, uh, you may know that we record this podcast in person, face to face,、uh, over a table and a microphone. But unfortunately, I've come down with a little bit of illness here, so I thought I'd add a layer or two of prophylaxis between me and the other host and all of you, so you can be quite assured that you'll be、uh, you have no risk of contagion. Yeah. So、uh, anyway. Uh, we're just so dedicated to this show that we figured we got to record anyway, especially with all of、mm-hmm. the、uh, good response we've got.、Uh, both people that have said they want to have their information shared, and other people that have just say, "Hey, attaboy, good job." Yeah, I'm really excited about the feedback we're getting. I, I didn't dare to hope that we would be getting so much so soon. Yeah, we 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 had a little bit more downloads than we thought.、Uh, Pete still owes me a beer, and、uh, true. <laughs> well. well We'll show you the pictures when that happens. But yeah, if you're wondering what the whole、uh, the feedback episode is about, I mean, obviously、uh, we're going to tell you what the next movie is at the end of the podcast. But、uh, yeah, the feed. But this is a good time to you know air the dirty laundry, as it were, and、uh, just you know let you know what people are saying. Right. I mean, did you agree with us? Did you disagree with us?、Uh, did you think that Pete needs to speak a little louder into the the phone? <laughs> Do you think I need to speak a little louder into the phone? Ah,、uh, maybe that's why I'm busting your chops on the air. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's, that's better. Live feedback. Yeah. So,、um, you know,、uh, what are there things that you wanted to know about the movie? Are there facts that、um, 
you want to share with other people that you knew about the movie um, that other people didn't? Uh, are there things that we discussed that gave you ideas and made you look further? So um, this is where we'll share all of that with each other. It's and it might you can go back to a previous movie once we were a few podcasts in. You can, um, you know, say uh, talk about another movie that uh, uh, may relate to it that we can always add to our list for later. We don't necessarily have any boundaries, um, of course, uh, except whatever Pete and I aren't willing to talk about. Just the boundaries of good taste. No, I'm just kidding. Those are out too. <laughs> so, uh, Pete, are we ready to get into the uh, feedback? Yeah, let's take a look at one of these uh, emails we received. What do you think? Sure. Um, how about we start with the one from uh, uh, Mr. Rob Weeks? Ooh, that's a good one. All right. Um, and so the way that we'll do this is we'll um, read through it, and as we see things that we want to talk about, um, we'll stop and uh, and discuss them. So it says, Hey, guys. Just wanted to say the show was great. I think Spaceballs was a wonderful first pick, and you nailed all the salient points. The merchandising, lampooning, everything. It's one of my favorite movies as a kid, and now it's an adult, and I feel like it's time to watch again after listening to your show. I recently got a local... What's that? Sorry, that's, that's just a nice little sentiment. It is. Thanks very much, Rob. He continues... I recently got to see a local production of Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein, which was awesome and I would highly recommend because my buddy was playing the lead and I can't imagine what Spaceballs would be like as a play. Amazing, I think. Yeah, what That's do you think really of that, cool Pete? that he got to see that because uh, I've been very curious about that stage production. It's good to know that it's awesome as he puts it. Yeah, I've, uh, I, that's one of my uh, favorite Mel Brooks movies. It's very subtle compared to Spaceballs, uh, and I would, I would like to see it on the stage as well. It really is. It's very masterfully done, I would say. So a stage production has to be good. <laughs> so I'm going to continue. I think you've done a great job with pre-planning the show. The format flows well. You both are very likable and informed on the subject matter. The audio quality is great, which is a must for any show I'm going to listen to. My only complaint is the lack of dick jokes. But hey, can't win them all, right? Oh, man, we were remiss in our duties. Well, yeah. we, we, we got to add more dick jokes, man. Nah. It's a thought anyway. We've received the feedback. We'll put it on the consideration list. Sounds good. I'd love to hear your takes on some obscure slash cult flicks like Donnie Darko or Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. He, he goes on to mention some things he'd like us to not say, but uh, other than here's some other movies he'd like to uh, maybe think about, like uh, Cabin in the Woods and VHS and Paranormal Encounters and ABCs of Death. Well, Rob, those are definitely some great picks, uh, and, you know, we, we like those kinds of films. Certainly horror movies are not off the table. Uh, the kind of films we are hoping to focus on in the podcast are more of the more mainstream, I guess, you know, Hollywood-type films or just, you know, culturally iconic, that kind of thing. Uh, definitely trying to play up the nostalgia angle to a large extent. So going with movies that are a decade old, at least, is probably a standard that we're going to stick with, wouldn't you say, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think a decade old um, uh, box office can make a difference, but um, it's, it's, it's the nostalgia factor. For sure. For sure. And so, of course, you know, there are these little 
uh, more uh, cult films, as you put it, uh, definitely from our childhood and past that uh, have a huge nostalgia value for us. So that's not to say they would be off the table. And certainly the horror genre has got a lot of great stuff in it. Um, uh, I didn't necessarily watch a lot as a kid, but certainly uh, as a, a teenager, I was getting more into that sort of thing. So there's definitely a nostalgia factor there for me. Right, and a lot of these um, cult classic ones have a, a real long tail, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they didn't make a lot of money when they were, you know, in the theaters. And then it was, it's the same thing, you know, where like, oh, now it's popular on DVD. Back then it was like, oh, it was being shown at all these uh, theaters at midnight showings and stuff like that. Right, they definitely have a an off-screen legacy about them that's very interesting. Right, so... Uh, all all of those things will be considered, and uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna try to stay away from the movies that are less than ten years old. Um, the the last part of the email is just uh, that's all for now. Keep up the great work, and I look for forward to many episodes to come. Um, some of you may know Rob Weeks as um, the proprietor of the Firefly podcast. Um, he produces that, and you can find that on Twitter. Uh, at at firefly podcast it's really easy it's pretty good it's a real play um firefly podcast in the new firefly system so take a look Very cool. thank you for your feedback rob i especially like the part where you called us likable that's a very nice compliment thank you especially to a technical writer i mean psh. I know. Nobody ever calls me likable, so it's like, woohoo, I finally made it. Okay, now we have another piece of feedback from Molly M., and I'm going to read this one. Molly, you get to have the sicko read your email. This is, again, from Molly M. or Eskimomo9 on Twitter. So it says, hey, guys, I don't have much of substance to say. I just want to be mentioned on your podcast, Winking Face. So I just uh, mentioned you twice, I realize. Uh, So thank you very much for writing. And she goes on to say, thank you for pointing out all the subtle jokes that I missed. Mel Brooks is a clever man. If you're not paying attention, they pass right by. That's really true. And we mentioned in our episode, of course, that Mel Brooks is just uh, the, the, I don't know, subpar joke machine gun. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's a jokes per second or jokes per minute. Um, <laughs> that's right. Quantity, not quality. He gets some quality in there for sure, but, uh, you know, really it's all about how, you know, the volume. Exactly. So I agree. Molly says star Wars would be a great third episode. Wouldn't it though? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we didn't end up picking that. Um, we'll reveal that in a few minutes, but... Mm. No doubt. But anyway, thank you for making a great new podcast. Well, we appreciate that feedback very much, Molly M. So the next feedback that we have is from that Mark G, uh, which is uh, at Odious, but that's zero D-I-U-S on Twitter. And uh, it's actually via email. Been sifting through all my memories of Spaceballs, trying to decide if Lone Star really was that forgettable. I've decided that he wasn't for me. This may be due to the fact that his character is just name-dropped so often enough. We've been jammed. What flavor is it? Etc, etc. Lone Star. Also, one of the most memorable scenes that stands out in memory was the briefcase scene, What Idiot Uses 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, which I have to say... Um, this is, you know, I agreed with. 
For sure. That's one that you still hear all the time because, you know, like iPad security codes and whatnot. Yeah. People are... Um, Every year there's a password list uh, posted on the internet that's just like the dumbest passwords that everybody uses. And the top 25, it's not the dumbest, it's the passwords that everybody uses. And the top 25 are just terrible. So mm-hmm. it's a Mel Brooks yeah, jokes that will stand the test of time. Probably some unintentional comedy in that list. And, you know, Lone Star being memorable or not memorable, you know, we made kind of a big deal about that on the podcast. But, of course, everybody's going to have a personal experience with this movie. Uh, Maybe Lone Star was your favorite character. Uh, I probably wouldn't, you know, Lone Star, yes, they say his name a lot. But I probably wouldn't necessarily recognize him so much if I hadn't watched Independence Day so many times as a teenager. Yeah, I did. I just uh, the reason that I decide I mentioned that in the other podcast is I felt like uh, in every scene that Lone Star was in, somebody else stole the show. I mean, I think that's kind of what he's for. He's sort of the heroic type, but he's supposed to be the guy who's like the show is stolen from him up until like the very end. I think that's part of the point. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly, visually and personality wise, he's got to be the very least flamboyant character on the cast right where he yeah he's not uh, dark helmet or barf or pizza or, barf, the Hut yeah, right. or yeah all right well, well i'm going to continue reading uh, mark's mail now so he goes on to say the 80s vibe doesn't bother me but i love 80s romantic comedies especially ones with john cusack please tell me gross point blank and better off dead are on the list anyhow love the movie and podcast keep up the great work all right. So, the yes, the 80s. Um, I made a big deal about how this movie is of the 80s. And uh, I often notice things that are of the 80s and say, God, that's so 80s. And it's not, it comes from a place of kind of like begrudging love. It's certainly not that the 80s bother me. It's just that they are so noticeable. They, they just take you right out of you know the modern day era like no movie that was made in the 80s that starts with a subtitle present day can really be taken seriously because it's the 80s you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're saying it's it's um i don't know like my experience with the 80s when the 80s ended 1990 I was eight years old, so I certainly don't remember a lot of this stuff going on, but the movies I watched as a kid were all very 80s, so I still get that great nostalgic feeling from watching them. But it's just it's fun to roll your eyes at the 80s because they're just so crazy. Well, and that's, uh, that's Mark's email, so thanks again, that Mark G. Now uh, we have a few more Twitter feedbacks, which are our movie suggestions. Um, now we've started getting those coming in, and it's kind of cool, so... Um, I'm just going to say uh, a Twitter handle and then uh, one movie suggestion that came in from them or a sarcastic comment related to that uh, movie suggestion. Um, The first one comes from at Matthew M. Morris. Uh, He suggested Kentucky Fried Movie. At the Adam Bash responded, don't you mean Catholic high school girls in trouble? (laughs) Which, if you know that movie... That that is a funny movie. Yeah. Yeah. uh, at Chalupa Batman twenty seven uh, suggested uh, the Daredevil movie director's cut compared to the theatrical release uh, it would be an interesting uh, comment to see if a, 
or topic, I should say, to see if a movie that was so panned on theatrical release gets any better with a director's cut. I've never really thought about it that way. That, that happens, I hear, with other movies. I don't know what ended up on the cutting room floor that could save that movie, but it's definitely worth exploring. Uh, yep. Uh, we also got some uh, quite a list of suggestions from at main moose tracks um and uh, one of them he suggested that's a, a really good one uh peewee's big adventure oh sure sure uh we also had a suggestion from at mfg cast which is a different podcast um just uh, showing some love a local guy that we know um he suggested um quite a few movies one of them being um ferris bueller okay so, of course um classic 80s Yep, and at Ether, E-O-T-H-R, suggested Last Action Hero, which okay, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Some movies I haven't thought about in a while. At Nudzer suggested Krull, which I have to admit I've never seen, but I know the name. Oh, Krull. Is that the one with the five-pointed sword, uh, starfish sword? No, that's called The Conqueror, so... It might Isn't be it? hard for us to do this one if uh, if we would uh, haven't both haven't seen it, but uh, we can yeah. look it up and maybe we have. Um, well, it's kind of a moot point because I haven't seen either of those. So, uh, yeah, one of the things that we try to do is make sure that both of us, uh, one of us, at least seen the movie so that uh, we have that nostalgia to come from. Yeah, it's hard to have nostalgia if it's your first viewing. Right. That um, did not work when I watched. Uh, the never-ending story for the first time as a 25-year-old. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. So, uh, continuing, we have at Call Me Shauna suggested Flash Gordon! Exclamation point. Nice, nice. Yeah, loving that. So, that's a good one. At Fistful of Dallas suggested Monster Squad, which I actually remember watching a ton of times on HBO when I was a kid. Oh. It, it was a universal movie that sort of brought back the original, like, universal monsters and their classic, classic, um, little classic look. So you had the Wolfman, Dracula, and everything like that. Um, oh, but it was sort of like the Goonies. A bell. Yeah, it was sort of like the Goonies and that these kids were, uh, uh, you know, misfits and stuff like that. And they end up figuring out how to kill these monsters that are terrorizing their city. You know, it seems like that was always the movie that substitute teachers would play in middle school when they came in and didn't want to teach anything. So I've seen that a whole bunch of times. The Goonies or Monster Squad? The Goonies. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Monster Squad, they probably wouldn't show because I believe no. there's a gunshot in that. <laughs> no. Well, so. there are gunshots in the Goonies, but uh, certainly more kid-friendly, I think. Yeah. So um, that is all of the feedback we have right now that we had at the time of recording this podcast. Um, there could be more stuff that we haven't seen that's coming in. So, um, you know, you have to cut it off somewhere. But, yeah, keep For getting sure. that. But we'll, we'll keep monitoring the airwaves. Right. Obviously, um, we'll be doing a feedback episode after the next movie, which, um, Pete, would you like to do the honors of talking about the next movie? Yes, the next movie was a difficult selection, and I'm afraid it will not be Star Wars because we zeroed in on Total Recall, the 1990 Paul Verhoeven, Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle for crazy good time 80s action. It was actually 1990, but it still felt like the 80s. So yeah, it's, I think it was uh, a good pick, Mike. 
yeah, I think it's a really good pick. Um, can't wait to uh, watch it and see how it holds up or if it doesn't. Um, actually, lots of memories with that movie, uh, so we'll see how it goes. And I believe this one's available on Netflix, so if you had any trouble getting hold of uh, Spaceballs, no worries with this. Get on your Netflix. Um, otherwise, it's uh, you know it's one of those that you can still occasionally find in a, in a red box. I believe because of the 2012 Total Recall movie that came out, um, you know places like that are, are taking advantage of it. And if you have a mom and pop uh, video shop still left in your town, which we actually kind of have a, if a couple. You're lucky enough. Yeah, yeah, then it's um, nice. I, I like it. They've got all the old obscure stuff that Redbox, you know, never had. Right. So, um, you know, you probably can find it pretty easily. So you'll have to take a few minutes and, and, and not watch Daredevil and, and watch Total Recall. Yeah. So Try can... not to get the Colin Farrell version. That is not the one we are watching. It is the Arnold Schwarzenegger 1990 Total Recall. Well, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure since you've seen the uh, Colin Farrell version, you'll have a few thoughts to share about it anyway. I probably will, uh, in, in some marginal way. All right. So, uh, any closing thoughts? Just, uh, you know, do the right thing. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Do Get it. Get your ass to Mars. Well, with that, I think it's time to find out where you can find us. Obviously, you found us on something, or you wouldn't be listening. Um but you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher as well as our own website, which can be found at sacredcows.libsyn.com. Um, you can also find us most easily and frequently on Twitter at sacredcowspod. That's at sacredcowspod. And finally, for your longer form emails, questions, discussions, suggestions, um, like the people that uh, were read today, you can email us at sacredcows at heroofthaweb.com. That's sacredcows at heroofthaweb.com. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for the feedback. Yeah, and uh, Pete, you get better, so next time that these people can have good sound quality, uh, even though you're pretty dedicated to call me on the phone to do this. Well, you know, I wouldn't miss it. It's fun. All right. Well, with that, this is Mike. This is Pete. Signing off. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.